0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 564, recorded live on July 8th, 2018. And here are your hosts, the man who thought today was Saturday, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who thought yesterday was Sunday, Andy Lowe. Hi. (laughs) You did? Yeah, I was actually telling Kate last night that for a few hours yesterday, I thought it was Sunday, and I was like, oh... I have to go back to work tomorrow. real, well, and then I'm sitting there so, and I'm like, oh, no, wait. So
1: it's, Saturday. It's, it's that for me. It's actually exactly that. It's because I don't go back to work tomorrow. I took an extra day off. And so I know like part of my brain knew that tomorrow is, is supposed to be a work day, but isn't. But the other part's like, oh, d- there's no work day tomorrow. Today's Saturday. Tomorrow must be Sunday so, yeah.
0: Yes, it's no, Sunday. Dave, tomorrow is Monday.
1: Therefore, today is Sunday. hmm And what a lovely Sunday it is, with a high of, like, 80-some degrees. Yep, 85. 83 over here. And tomorrow, a high of 90. <laughs> well, that was a nice little dip in the temperature while it lasted. How was your fourth, Andy? Uh, We didn't do
0: much. We just kind of sat inside and... uh, Hid from the heat?
1: Yeah. Cool. Any birthday plans coming up?
0: Uh, Well, we're uh, going to... uh, Let's see. So my birthday's on Thursday, so I'll be working. So I'll probably do my normal go-to Denny's for lunch, get my free uh, slam for lunch. And then I do believe we'll probably do uh, Herbellies for dinner. because that, uh, that will get me the, the free pizza, herby bread, and drink.
1: So you're getting, like, a free day's worth of food.
0: Yep. Which, you know, I could also do Finley's if I wanted to because there's one right down from work, but I'm not really feeling that, so.
1: Okay. Is your voice okay?
0: No, no, it's not. I see you have noticed that.
1: I, I have. I, it, it doesn't sound all that great.
0: It doesn't hurt though. It's just for some odd reason I've lost uh a a section.
1: Lost a section? Yes, like a I've, region of your voice?
0: Yes, I've lost a region of the voice. And for some odd reason I'm not sure, you know. I've been taking, you know, the medication, I've been drinking, you know, hot beverages to try and like loosen up all the phlegm, but it still is just stuck.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Sorry, no, um, when Isaac has issues, we quote-unquote nose him, which is we get the saline solution and we, we squirt it up his nose while he's lying down. So Kate just suggested that for me.
1: Ugh. Okay, is that comfortable?
0: It's a saline solution up your nose, so. No.
1: Yeah. Sorry, dude, That's that's kind of gross. No, that's okay. Um, Sorry, so I'm you, looking
0: at an uh, article right now. that has the best laptop you can buy right now. Yeah? And it has the Mac option. No surprise. It's the MacBook Pro. Really? It's like, why would you even, you know, have a whole category for the Mac option if it's literally, you know...
1: The the MacBook Pro? MacBook Pro. I mean, it's not really a surprise, is it?
0: No, I, I, I can't think of, you know... You know, if there was, like, an HP laptop on there and the Mac option, then that would be a surprise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'd be a really big surprise. Your best option for a Mac is not a Mac. Yep. Um, what What is the best laptop option?
0: Uh, according to The Verge, it's a Weiwei MateBook X Pro.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: The Arhui, uh, H-U-A-W-E-I, I can never remember actually oh, how to pronounce
1: it. Oh, Huawei? Is it Huawei? I, I have no idea. Why are you asking me? Huawei?
0: I thought it was Huawei. All right, Wikipedia, tell me how to pronounce it.
1: <laughs> Huawei.
0: Huawei. Huawei. Yes, yeah, so I guess their uh, their laptop is the best one you can buy right now.
1: Okay, as rated by who was this? The Verge, which which is a well known authority on laptop quality. Yeah, I'm not sure. if did, did the sarcasm come through? Was that clear enough?
0: Hold on, I'm curious to see what BC Mag says for best laptop.
1: What? Oh, tight. Thank you.
0: All right, come on. Best picks for laptops. Oh, this is all by different types. No wonder PC Mag got, you know.
1: Creamed, why they're no longer a thing. Mm.
0: So many different categories. Their best laptop is a Chromebook.
1: That's not really a laptop. No, no I mean that's it not. functions as a laptop. I I use mine as a laptop.
0: Number number two is a Dell XPS, and number three is a Huawei MateBook X Pro. Hey, look at that! <laughs> so that's showing up now as a number three on PC Mag's chart. Yes. Who do, who? All right, Dave. That's a question for you then. Who do you go to for? hardware recommendations
1: myself like legit my i I go to myself for the most part um i don't know i I haven't had to make hardware choices where i didn't already have a good idea in in a long time (laughs) so like the last big one was the flex 11 that i bought and that was recommended by several sources online Saying like this is an incredibly cheap Chromebook for what you get And it's on the list of ones that are going to get Android apps Which by the way makes Chromebooks usable mm-hmm. But like PC hardware I, I know the companies That are, are the big ones So like anything from Corsair Anything from uh, Acer It's, it's all going to be good so does it really matter?
0: Well, what happens if there's something like this Huawei that, um, you know, comes out of nowhere and it's actually good?
1: Then good for it? I, like, I don't know. What do you use, Andy?
0: Well, I look at CNET PCMag and, um...
1: Oh, Andy. Andy. What? Your voice, man. <laughs> it, it hurts to listen, like not not causing pain because of it just like sympathy pain
0: it doesn't hurt though that's the thing and I'm, like mm. I said I've been trying to get rid of it but it you know not you know not yep. uh, I, I I don't know how to fix it
1: yeah well wow. um world cup is going on right now if we should, it, it only happens like every 4 years right we should probably mention it
0: russia lost to croatia, croatia.
1: Russia lost to Croatia. Russia is the hosting team this year. Uh, So the remaining four players, France, Belgium, Croatia, England. Those areas are probably going kind of nuts right now.
0: Yeah, my brother was actually uh, in Sweden for the last two Sweden matches. So he said that was actually pretty cool.
1: Where they won the first and lost the second. Yeah. That's too bad. Not a whole lot of South American teams in here. Nope. Uruguay, Argentina, Brazil, Colombia. So four. Okay. I mean, it's still a pretty... It's a quarter of them. Oh, Mexico. Five. Ugh. Oh, but France, Belgium, England, and Croatia. Next couple days they'll play, and we'll see who wins it all. Next week, Sunday, 7.15. Which is, say, July 15th. Next week is also something else which is Pokemon Go Fest in Chicago. Again? Again! In fact, uh, I had not been planning on attending Go Fest because I didn't buy tickets, and it's in Chicago, which is a little drive, so I like, it's a hassle to get down there. It would take most of the weekend to, to do and prepare for and get everything. But I have a friend who works at Niantic, and he messaged me uh, Two days ago on Friday Saying Are you interested in going to GoFest? Like, th- th- this is a dude Who lives in California He lives in San Francisco Works for Niantic And is asking if I would like to go to GoFest Huh <laughs> Hmm Yes <laughs> Sure So I might be going to GoFest next week when is it exactly? Uh, that's a really good question. It says July 14th and 15th. That's all you got is just two random dates? Well, they're not random. They're consecutive. Well, yeah, I know. But but yeah, I, I have no data on it other than that. I'm just like, okay, when is where? Oh, oh um, it's on one of those days. Or maybe it's a two day long event and it's both days. I don't know. I, I okay, up here we go.
0: Here we go. You can activate okay. your wristband at the check-in and Poke stops at your assigned entry point in Lincoln Park starting at 10 a.m. Upon check-in, the app will unlock the Pokemon Go Fest 2018 elements needed to participate in the event. Ticket holders may only attend one day of the event. Those who purchase a ticket and activate their QR code on Saturday, July 14th, will be unable to see or interact with Pokemon oh, within the park on Sunday, July 15th, butter. even if a Sunday ticket is also purchased.
1: That's very clever. So it's one day or the other. Yes. Okay. I will have to find out when all my friends are going. And, and go on the same day.
0: <laughs> yes, that would be a good idea. Yes.
1: Also, I need to figure out, like, how do I get down to Chicago? Uh Make a bus? Maybe. Assuming there are seats left. This is not a, a trip you want to plan at the last moment also megabus is four hours four hours I could drive to Kalamazoo it's only three and a half (laughs) the megabus? yeah no it says four and a half hours oh there are different ones that have different okay I'm looking at well Madison to Chicago it says four hours 25 minutes Uh, in any case I'll look into that later
0: well, it would be, yeah, it would be $60 round trip. But you could probably drive and then, yeah, even park in Chicago for probably cheaper than that. I said probably because I don't know. Yeah, off the, the top parking of
1: my head. part. I don't know how, how cheap that is. Uh,. yeah wow man things are just happening left and right today although I suppose that one happened on Friday but just found out about it today summer games done quick finished up they raised 2.1 million dollars for Medecins Sans Frontières which is more commonly known in the US as Doctors Without Borders they wrapped up with a seven hour long god it's spreading to me too i can just feel my voice <clears throat> a, god that would be terrifying if it was like some sort of mental virus transmitted by sound there's a sci-fi story for you uh a seven hour run of final fantasy six
0: that's a long run yep. i don't know if i could watch that
1: uh, I'm, I'm planning on watching it, but I'm going to have to watch it in chunks.
0: Cause like, well, if you, if you take the mega bus, you got about eight hours there
1: to yeah, kill. So that's the round trip. Just watch that one thing the entire way there and back. Uh, <laughs> evidently it's like, it's a good run. Not just he did the run, uh, but that it, it was well commented, commentated, yes, commentated is the word. But the couch behind him like really uh, they, they explained what he did in a, a good and creative way. I okay. You've no interest
0: in Final Fantasy.
1: You know in this, watching I, someone speedrun Final Fantasy six. Yeah. Glitchless and like and it's it's the way that you could actually experience the game.
0: Yeah, because you're sure as hell
1: not going to play it.
0: No, if I had seven hours to kill, which you don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't have.
1: You have a kid. Yep.
0: So yeah, nope, not. Uh,
1: nope. Okay.
0: Oh, so speaking of Pokemon Go, though, uh, somebody has been doing some uh, stats
1: about how much they're still making on Pokemon Go. Yeah. Okay. How much have they been making? Wow! Uh, well,
0: they're continuing to uh, make in revenue, not profit, but revenue of two million dollars per day. Still, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> <coughs>
0: yeah, two million per day. Oh wow! There we go. Huh? I'm feeling it clearing up a little bit.
1: Oh, cool. Maybe it be, maybe it's just talking, forcing you to talk. Yeah, that is a lot of money. It's all estimates, right? Like no one yeah. knows the actual numbers now
0: this is all just yeah but two million a day Mm-hmm.
1: jesus 58 percent of revenue right yeah revenue a lot of that goes right back out we've no idea what niantic's expenses are
0: yep and you know google and apple you know take a cut of that
1: yep because the store yep although is niantic still owned by alphabet i don't know actually Became an independent entity, but is it part of Alphabet?
0: Nope. Yeah, they got spun out of Google after Google became Alphabet. Yep. So,
1: hmm. They're currently working on... The Harry Potter game. Yep. Wizards Unite. Oh, that is a lot of money. That is an incredible of $2 million a day. Mm Mm-hmm. People still play Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah, they do.
0: Yeah, yes, yes, they do. They do it quite well.
1: They're going to be outplaying it uh, here at least in just a little bit because it's Community Day.
0: And, you know, this is funny is the fact that this is only United States and Japan are the major carriers. There still is not a Chinese rollout yet.
1: There's, like, Chinese knockoffs at this point, which is kind of weird. but.
0: It's kind of not surprising.
1: Yeah, I mean they're making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Of course, someone's going to pay.
0: So yeah, it is still in the App Store's top ten grossing charts in twenty-one countries two years after being released. Yep. So yeah, there, uh, there you go, man. Jeez,
1: it's, it's it's an incredible, like, dumbfounding. I'm I'm literally staggered because of the amount of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about in Steam? How much money are people spending? This is the lead into the next topic in the list. Oh, which one? Uh, so I was t- first talking about the fact that, like, there was a way to get those numbers, and then Valve yes. is closing it down. Yep. But before they closed it down, people grabbed some of the numbers. Oh, that one, okay. So we have a, a CSV file... That has player data. Ooh, I have Excel. I can open that and, like, read through it. Uh, it has data from 13,000 Steam games. And you can see the estimated number of players. It's a lot of... Uh, oh, they just published the whole thing on the website. Okay, we'll find them.
0: <laughs>
1: There's a lot of games. And a lot of people who bought a lot of games... Dang, this just keeps going. Totally unique number of players. I'm really kind of surprised that the the very top one by a huge amount of people is Team Fortress 2. But I guess it's free and basically comes with Steam. Yeah.
0: Well, it also came with Half-Life Episode 2 and came with Portal.
1: Right, it was part of the orange box. And people like, oh, what's this? I'll try it. It's free now, though yes uh csgo player unknown none of these are surprising then what the hell is unturned i'm uh, (laughs) why does it have 27 million players
0: free to play survival game
1: oh that would do it i marked it as not interested
0: (laughs) I googled Unturned and one of the top videos is What the heck is Unturned by IGN Posted (laughs) back in 2014
1: Yep Yeah it is a Survivor in zombie ruins Work with your friends to forge alliances To remain among the living It has like a basic crafting system in it (laughs) Hmm But it also looks like Minecraft blocky It's weird Um, Left 4 Dead 2, Payday, Garry's Mod, Warframe, Counter-Strike, Paladins, Skyrim. Whoa! That is a much higher number for Terraria than I would have expected. More people have played Terraria than Portal 2. Or Civ 5. or Or Grand Theft Auto 5. Or Rocket League. Like, holy crap. That's a lot. Path of Exile is really high up on there. In case you're wondering, Factorio is number 200 on the list. (laughs) 203, technically. Uh, All right, so quick math, 1.7 times 20. Factorio has made a revenue of approximately $34 million. Not bad for a small team. Nope. Um, This
0: can actually lead into my other uh, article about Steam, though.
1: Yeah? Because
0: this was, you know, this whole using achievements and, you know, 16 decimal places. Um, Valve has already updated their API achievement data to begin rounding numbers back to, I think, just... uh, Yeah, I think they're just rounding it to, like, whole numbers now. Okay. (laughs) Oops. Oops. Yeah. So yeah, this came out. They posted, "Hey, this is a thing," and then literally like uh, there's a posted on June 29th, and then uh, yesterday Steam started uh, rounding the numbers. Yesterday being Wednesday. Okay. So yeah, it lasted from the 29th through the 4th, and now it's already broken again.
1: That's really funny.
0: So Valve says, yes, we're working on this, we're working on this. People are like, oh, well, we can do this, or you can do this. And Valve's like, no. No, no, you can't do that, you can't do that. We take it back. <laughs> no take backs. Oh, 16 decimal places. Well, shoot, nobody really needs 16 decimal places. Let's erase all those. I wonder if anything, Valve's working on their own thing there, but then also wants to charge developers for access to the data.
1: Oh. That. They cut would make a lot of sense
0: because you know I work in the radio and TV industry and we always talk about you know ratings mm-hmm. which is you know run by the Nielsen company well you kind of have to pay Nielsen in order to get the ratings yeah you know they release generic data out to the public but you know they the the data that they release out to the public is very generic if you actually, you know, pay them the money, then you can actually get the whole data set. You can get all the diaries that people have actually written in. Right. You can actually get the nitty-gritty details. But yeah, no, it's at, it's a, it's a Nielsen grab if I ever, you know, saw one coming. And they could even they could easily, you know, oh, you know, if you're this size, then, you know, we won't charge you for the data, but, you know, if you know if you're a triple a developer then they can actually start charging you know or so I'm, I'm i'm putting that one up on the board right now
1: that's that's a this is what they're doing
0: that's what i'm thinking that's yeah, i'm i'm betting that is what they're doing they are going to charge companies for the steam data
1: for access to the the data i could see that i could i could absolutely see that happening i don't know how i feel about that I
0: was going to say Steam is a publicly traded company, but they're not.
1: No. Well, first off, Steam isn't a company. No, you're right. Valve is a company. And they are not publicly traded. They are privately owned. Yep. Man, could you imagine if that was a public company? Oh, my goodness. They'd be in so much trouble. <laughs> like, they'd be in a shit ton of trouble. What's some other just- crap. Go ahead.
0: I was I swear I like I think I just saw them. Yeah, the uh Norwegian Consumer Council has just uh put Steam in breach for not obtaining ex- express consent from the consumer and his acknowledgement that he therefore by loses his right of withdrawal. What? Uh a survey carried out in December last year found that uh Steam, Nintendo, PlayStation <coughs> and the Origin store We're all reported for not adhering to the right of withdrawal, which allows consumers to cancel software pre-orders on the shop. Ah, Uh, Right of withdrawal is an EU law to protect consumers, allowing them to refund a purchase from the moment they make it until 14 days after receiving the product.
1: Until 14 days after receiving the product? Yeah. I can get the product and then say, no, I don't want this anymore?
0: Yeah. Well, after, you know, return it, you can still get a refund for it.
1: For a video game? Yes. For a digital video game. Yes. So that I could, you know, play the game for two weeks and then say, I'm not really feeling it, and get a full refund.
0: Like I did with GameStop a couple of times.
1: Yeah. You get the game
0: and it's a used game and it's just like, take it home, play it a bit, and return it and be like, you know, two days later going, nope.
1: Yeah, but GameStop was like... You had a day or two. This is saying two weeks. Yeah. Andy, how many games do you beat in two weeks? Not how many different games would you beat with two weeks to play. How many games were given two weeks, you could beat the game?
0: I'm not sure off the top of my head.
1: Like, just looking through the list of games in my library. One, two... 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. I'm still in the Bs. And these are games (laughs) where if I played them for two weeks, I could probably finish it and then return it for a full refund.
0: Well, they got in trouble for it, so... (laughs) Uh, more uh money numbers by the way yeah uh fortnite mobile came out cool uh less downloads than pubg during the same time frame yeah but generated 92 million in revenue in 11 weeks
1: jesus christ
0: Yeah, this the PUBG and Fortnite, I just have not gotten on. And it's just one of those things where, like, I see other people
1: talking about it. And I'm just like, eh, sure, whatever. They make so much money. All of these groups making, t- wow. Yeah, I I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't know what to say. I, I feel like I'm in the wrong industry. Generated $92 million in 11 weeks. Still not as much as Pokemon Go. Nope. Um, Disney. Uh-oh, what they do now? Well, they're trying to buy Fox. Well, yeah, that's right? not news. They, well, but the fact that the DOJ gave approval is. Oh. DOJ has approved the Walt Disney Company's purchase, um, with the, 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 like, caveat that Disney has to leave the sports stuff out of it. Because if you think about it, Fox Sports is a huge thing. Yes. Disney owns ESPN. Yes. So Disney and Fox would be a huge conglomerate of of sports networks. Yes, yes, they would be. <laughs> it would it would essentially uh, destroy all competition in sports broadcast.
0: Which is kind of funny because most of the. Uh... Yeah, no, no, because yeah,
1: no one talked about sports until this point, right? No one thought about it, and I'm wondering if Disney was like, ha ha ha, if we don't talk about it, maybe they'll forget and we'll be able to do this because, like, Fox Sports is really big, ESPN is really big. ESPN's been having some issues, I thought, right? It has like they haven't made money. They've they've been losing money on ESPN, and they are very upset at this actually. From the uh, the DOJ complaint, Disney's uh, Disney's proposed acquisition of Fox's assets would combine two of the country's most valuable cable sports properties, the ESPN franchise of networks and Fox's portfolio of regional sports networks. This would eliminate the substantial head-to-head competition that currently exists between Disney and Fox and would likely result in higher prices for cable sports programming in each of the geographic markets. So... They said, yes, but. That is a big but. Yeah. Disney's already said that they're willing to do it, so.
0: So the question then, who goes and buys 22 regional, regional sports, sports, sports? Comcast. Yeah. Because out they already have their ex. Yeah, the well, they already have their Comcast sports stuff, right? Uh, yes-ish. Comcast Sportsnet, yeah. Yeah, but
1: I see them doing it out of
0: spite. NBC Sports Chicago, NBC Sports Boston, Comcast Sportsnet. Yeah, these are all, they could easily just, you know, tie everything back in. Yep. Which is a problem because the NBC Sports Network are on the top tier of the uh, cable package that we're on. So, yeah, no, it could be, (laughs) I could see, you know, yeah, Disney gets the stuff there. Comcast gets the sports, which sports is the one thing that you cannot Netflix. You you can trust. Yeah. So far. Granted, that could be a thing there with Netflix and online streaming of live sports
1: events. That could be a thing. Yeah, because Hulu does that already, right? Yeah. I don't know what you mean by it. that could be a thing.
0: Well, does Netflix do any live events? They've done
1: it, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Netflix live events... Netflix isn't chasing competition into sports or live TV.
0: Yep, I'm seeing that same exact article.
1: Yeah, no, they, they're they saying out of it. Probably a better choice.
0: Amazon early this month made a deal with the NFL to live stream Thursday night football games. This is not a strategy that we think is smart for us since we believe we can earn more viewing and satisfaction from spending that money on movies and TV shows. <laughs> Okay, so Netflix is not on their Amazon, though. Shoot, if Amazon's already doing NFL football games?
1: Yep. They did a trial run of that.
0: Huh. Now it's just Isaac doing Isaac things. Ah. So speaking of Netflix, Netflix is looking at doing an ultra-tier... An
1: ultra tier? Yes. I, they keep increasing my cost already. What do they want with an ultra tier?
0: Well, okay, so right now there's the three subscription plans, the $8 basic, the $11 standard, and the $14 premium. Well, they're looking at doing the uh, $20 ultra plan. So the ultra plan would get you allow four devices to receive ultra HD video and audio streaming simultaneously. So yeah, basic is one screen, standard is two, and premium is four. But now, mm-hmm. ultra is four in ultra HD. Mm.
1: But if I don't have four ultra HD devices, I should just say with the premium.
0: Yes, but some because this is getting uh, tested out in uh, Italy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ultra plan may affect some aspects of the current premium plan. Some Italian users say promotional materials from Netflix indicates that the new plan would have the number of screens premium users can use simultaneously from 4 down to 2. Similarly, the standard plan may be downgraded to just one display. So what the hell is the difference between basic and stand uh on this thing here? Oh, basic would not give you HD. Standard would give you HD. Premium would give you HD on two screens and ultra would give you the ultra HD. On four. So, even though we won't actually do the Ultra HD, it might affect the rest of everything else.
1: Hmm. Because they might cut the numbers. Yes. That would be very upsetting. I wonder if they know how many people share their accounts with other people. Like, they have to, right? They have to know that. The the me that logs in from Ann Arbor is not the me that logs in from Madison. Yes. I mean, they enabled that. They added different people, personas, so that my parents can have their things and I can have my things. And the recommendations it makes for one doesn't affect the other. But, like, I wonder if they're trying to lower that a little bit, especially if they're going to be cutting this.
0: I, I I don't I'm happy with our current <laughs> Netflix plan. I don't want it to change. I don't want it to go up in price.
1: Yeah, which one do you have?
0: Uh, I think the standard. I'd have to check. <laughs> Wait, okay. Ingress is coming to Netflix?
1: What? Yeah. So speaking of Netflix, uh Ingress, well speaking of Niantic since we were talking about Pokemon Go, Ingress has just kind of fallen by the wayside. Yes, yes it has. So Niantic is looking at releasing a revamp of Ingress, taking a lot of the lessons they learned from Ingress and from Pokemon Go, doing a little bit of redesign and coming back. And so since they're really big on this whole like augmented reality stuff, they are also bringing like other uh, media into it. And so they want to have an anime. In an Ingress anime. And by want to, I mean they have. And it will be released on Netflix.
0: Huh. Yes, we're on the standard plan right now.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. Right? I'm not alone in this, that, that Niantic doing this is a little strange.
0: Well, you know, they were always trying to do the alternate reality stuff there, even when Ingress was going on there, because they had the uh, the weekly... News feed thingies that were going on the media's, yeah, and that was just like okay, sure, whatever.
1: I mean, they still have them.
0: Well, yeah, no, I know Ingress is still going on, but I'm I don't know what to do. It's this is so weird. I was like, yes, there's a story for Ingress. I'm like, yeah, no, but that's not actually, you know.
1: But it's it's a really cool story. Like I've read some of the books. Wait, there were books? Yeah, there there are books. Huh. They're not great books, but there are books. Oh, speaking of which, books and and long car rides and things like that. We finished Stormfront. Nice. So now we just have to wait two months.
0: Sorry. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a good really book. Get...
0: I know. I've got it on. Uh, we were gonna. We were because we drove to Ann Arbor yesterday. We thought about starting it, but both of us have forgotten our
1: iPods. Oh, no, no. So. Um. All right. What else we got? So I've I've got interesting goings on on the internet. There is a okay. subreddit. There's
0: a subreddit for everything. There that's is. News.
1: This is a subreddit called as uh, Reddit slash r slash Thanos did nothing wrong. Uh. That's.
0: <laughs> um. No. I think he did.
1: Nope. Thanos did nothing wrong. Okay.
0: So, Why do people think Thanos did nothing wrong?
1: Well, it's it's just because, yeah, I don't know. So they are, wow, there's a lot of interesting things going on. Oh, it's going on like literally right now. Oh. <laughs> um, so the subreddit had like 200,000 subscribers, some ridiculously high number. Ah, 352,000 subscribers, and in celebration of Thanos and of his goal for balancing the universe, they are banning half of the subreddit.
0: Huh. Um, I currently show 511,000
1: Holy crap, a lot of people are signing up are they up to yeah they're up to 511,000 yep so they're they're trying to oh my god what is so yeah on on monday <laughs> <sighs> they're banning half the subreddit yep randomly yep they they are being fair no one is above no one is outside
0: Somebody called for Josh Brolin to actually push the button himself.
1: Yeah. Is he going to? He doesn't seem the kind of guy to do that.
0: Well, Joe Russo actually has a picture of Josh Brolin saying something.
1: Uh hang on. Oh god. Yeah, he snaps. <laughs> well okay then. Okay, this is uh
0: this, this is gonna be interesting on Monday. I subscribe just for kicks and giggles.
1: Yeah. So they are banning everyone. Well, not everyone. Half of everyone.
0: I bet you some of the uh, the uh, admins were just like, you know, this would be an interesting, you know, project just to work on. You know, Uh, how do we how do we randomly ban half the people on a subreddit at one time? When you
1: look at the mods versus the admins, the mods were all for it. The admins are a little upset like they did not want this to go through they are expecting some really bad karma not reddit karma but like real karma uh from this this whole process
0: yeah the (laughs) he told me that doing a massive ban the day before july 4th was a terrible idea because many of reddit's engineers would be out with their families also the engineers would not be prepared for a mass ban so close to it I now have permission to ban half the sub. The random 50% ban will take place on July 9th. The admins are designing a bot for me that will allow me to do the job in a quick and easy manner. So be patient and thank you for all your support. And he got Reddit gold nine times from this post.
1: Yeah. Huh. So that's, as I said, just kind of an interesting goings on on the Internet.
0: Okay. Oh, geez. Sorry. One of the other articles on there. Said that Netflix uh, content budget for 2018 is 13 billion dollars. What is Netflix content? Mm-hmm. Said that uh, citing data from a Goldman Sachs assessment of Netflix reports that Netflix will actually spend between 12 and 13 billion on its films and shows um, for the year. Netflix is going to spend 13 billion dollars on content licensing. 13 billion.
1: Have we mentioned that numbers are just getting stupidly large? Yes. Like, I'm giving up at this point. I don't know what to do or say because the numbers are just so big. Do you remember there was a game I told you about about a month ago where it just automatically generates numbers and the the numbers keep growing? You watch progress bars fill up. Yes. Uh, That game is still going on my phone. The number it is currently at is 1.030 novenquinquagentillion. Oh, jeez. So at least we know there are more numbers to go through. I now know how to count more than a trillion.
0: Fun fact is The Economist writes that Netflix has yet to turn a profit and is reportedly in 8.5 million in debt.
1: What? I don't believe it. Well,
0: if you want to look at The uh, Economist article, sure. They're still in debt.
1: Supposedly they're still in debt. But they're throwing so much money at, like, new content. How how are they, like, they have to be making a profit. No? Hold on, let's see.
0: Netflix turned $2.63 billion worth of revenue into a reported income of $178.2 million.
1: Mm.
0: Ugh, I don't want us to, oh, this is all very interesting. <laughs> yes, very what? All these numbers are just well. This number and this alpha number and everything else, oh geez.
1: Netflix is making a lot of money. Let's let's be clear. They might not be turning a profit per se, but they are making incredible amounts of money. I think they are willingly taking on debt. Now, whether that's a good thing for them or not, who knows?
0: Cash flow in quarter one of 2018 was a negative 287
1: million. Oh God. That's a lot of money. But they they have a plan, right? Like, how much is their stock?
0: Well, stock and profit are two
1: different things. Let's see. Where is it's Netflix? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, their stock is at four hundred and ten. It is up forty percent in the last three months.
0: Yes, because their subscription numbers were higher than estimates.
1: It is up 170% in the last year. I I don't get it. Yeah, they're they're literally losing money. Yes, and their stock is still going up. Andy, in five years. Do you know what their stock was five years ago? Oh, probably something just ridiculously small. It was like 22 bucks. 32 bucks. It has gone up 1,000% in five years. Oh, geez. So if I had invested $1,000 in Netflix five years ago, it would be worth a million dollars? Is that accurate? Good God. Crazy
0: numbers, man. Crazy numbers.
1: Yeah, but now I'm regretting not investing in Netflix five years ago. <laughs> Good freaking God. That's huge. But they're still losing money. Yes. To be clear, they are losing money.
0: Speaking of other huge things, uh, so we talked about that Tesla power pack down in uh, Australia, right? Okay. That huge battery pack that they built? Yeah. They're planning on building a bigger one now. Where? In California. Cool. 182.5 megawatts.
1: That is pretty big.
0: That is pretty big. Yep. Yep, that's funny.
1: For those of you who who don't know, because you're not on a personal chat with Andy and I and our close circle of friends, uh, one of our friends just posted about the Ingress anime.
0: (laughs) Which is funny, because he's going to listen to this episode and be like, oh. Yep. Um... So, yeah, so they're planning on uh, yeah making a 182.5 <laughs> megawatt storage facility. Cool. In California. Which they, uh, the Tesla project, however, would have an expansion capacity of 1.1 gigawatts. So, there is a possibility of going really big. 1.1 gigawatts. Jeez, oh, Pete.
1: But why stop there? If they'd only done another. 100 <laughs> megawatts. I mean, it's right there for the taking, guys. Right? 1.21 gigawatts. If they'd done another 100 megawatts, then it would be a 1.2 gigawatts. And then we could just do another uh, 10 megawatts, and it would be 1.21 gigawatts, which is also known as a gigawatt. <laughs> You should probably tweet that to Elon Musk and be like, dude, it's right there. Literally just take it. Come on. 1.21 gigawatts. That'd be amazing. That would be funny.
0: So um, anything else you want to talk about? Or should we just hit the randoms?
1: Uh, Steve Ditko passed away, creator of Spider-Man. Yep. And co-creator. Squirrel Girl. Yep, co-creator. Stan Lee might have something to say about Creator. Um,
0: Which is funny. During his final interview, he was asked about why he left Marvel, and he's like, I'm the only one who really knows why I left Marvel. And the, the fun bit is the fact that Stan Lee never asked me why I left. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know what's up with those two guys, but.
1: Yep. And we probably will never know. Yep. Now we'll never know. Uh, that's about it. Something here about DeepMind.
0: Uh, yeah, Deep, uh, Google's got DeepMind playing, um, Quake 3.
1: So, Go wasn't enough. Nope. They also needed to play Quake. Yep. Okay. It's kinda silly, but okay. Alright, randoms. Uh, is my random review? Yes, yes it is. I have played two days and twelve hours in a single factorial map, because that's a lot. I'm playing a mod. In fact, it is a, a set of mods known as Bob's and Angels. It is Bob's mods and Angels mods, and I I wanted to review those. Okay, so you're reviewing mods yes. for a game. I believe I'm not the only person who's done this, Andy. I'd like you to cite your examples, please. Uh, it may not be mods. I think you, you've done expansions. Yeah, okay, yes, yes, I which, have done expansions. Which are essentially first-party mods. Yes, no? Yeah, no, I'll give you that one. Okay. So these mods uh, greatly expand the game. In, in the original Factorio, you go from Dig It Out of the Ground to putting it into a furnace, and then you get plate. So I, I dig up iron, I put the iron into a furnace, I get an iron plate. With, with, with the Bob's mods, uh, this changes. So you no longer have iron in the ground. You have uh, these different ores, Saffrite, Sterotite. And you have to take these different ores, and you, you crush them, and then you sort them, and it just keeps building. Essentially, the idea is it adds layers upon layers upon layers of complexity. Angels makes it so that you can, once you finally get the iron ore, which you can from Bob's, you eventually get the iron ore. Angels makes it so that it is more realistic for the refining process. So that now you cannot just take chunks of iron and throw them into a furnace and get iron plate. No, you have to take the iron and you have to refine it to get iron ingots. And then you take those ingots and you have to put them into a smelter. And then you take the smelter and you pipe that hot iron into um, presses. So all in all, to go from digging something out of the ground to getting a workable iron plate is something like eight or nine steps.
0: So it's becoming more of a less of a game and more of like an actual real life but, simulation.
1: Yes, I mean it's still a game, but it's it's more accurate. Uh it it adds layers of complexity. Almost every process in the the expansion game has some sort of waste product or extra product that you have to deal with. So when you crush the ore that you dig up from the ground, you get the crushed ore, but you also get crushed stone. And what do you do with that crushed stone? It has to go somewhere. Like uh, any other normal mining operation. Right. But like, you can't just say, oh, we'll just put it on the ground or like throw it back into the mine. You have to do something with it. It takes inventory space. And so you're like, well, I guess I'll put it in a chest. Great. What happens when that chest fills up? Then I put it in another chest. And eventually, like, you just have chests upon chest upon chest of these, uh, of of crushed rock. And then you get slag from the the refining process. And you have to deal with that. Like, well, what can it, well, I can crush it and I can turn it to crushed stone. But then I have even more crushed stone. And then you find recipes later on that say, oh, you need slag for this. All of the byproducts are used somewhere. That's just the basic metals part. Uh, I'm going to send you a picture that someone made for the petrochemicals, because in the original game, you get oil from the ground. And you just take that oil, you put it into a refinery, and you get um, light oil, heavy oil, and petroleum. In Angel's Petrochem... You get chemistry. Yeah, that's that's the one. I want that one. That image. Copy image. I'll give you a moment.
0: I actually... Is it sad that I can know exactly how this was created?
1: No. Oh. What software was it? Uh, it looks like this is uh, Draw.io. Okay. so Pete. So that's Angel's Petrochem. Uh, it has things like raw gas, and a gas and oil mixture, and um, benzene and methane, and it's, it's, it's really messy. It's really messy. It's a lot of fun, but it's really messy. I love it. I love it a lot. It's been so much fun, but it has been so so hard because there's just so much going on
0: this it, this
1: is very complicated yeah like i i'm i'm playing the game and i'm low on sulfuric acid right and so i have to think about like how the fuck do i make sulfuric acid
0: i oh jeez. yep so so this is not just one mod, though. This is a combination of
1: two mods it's, together? It's actually a combination of, like, a whole bunch of mods. Uh, because there isn't just Angel's mod. There's Angel's Ores, Angel's Refining, Angel's Petrochem, Angel's Smelting, Angel's Bioprocessing, Angel's Industries. Actually, I don't think I'm playing with Angel's Industries. That looks kind of fun. I might have to add that in. Oh, God. Yeah. So, the whole game, like, as, as a base game, you're supposed to be able to... You can, in theory, finish it in, like, eight hours. But not with this. Not with no. this. Definitely, definitely not with this. It's crazy. It's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. And every time I play it, I'm reminded of the game that your dad helped design... Yeah, no, he didn't help design it. Oh, he, it was part of his curriculum. was part of the curriculum? Okay. Yeah. But that, that like, supply management game that wasn't a game, I'm reminded heavily of that. I know he's still, my dad's
0: actually still teaching a course. I wonder if he still uses that software or not. I should ask him.
1: Yep. Random Topic. topic?
0: Well, wait, wait, where do where do people go? For, I don't even know what to link
1: for oh, this uh, topic. Factorio has a, a mod portal. Uh, I okay. can send you links for, like, just go to the Factorio forums. Yeah, the Factorio forums has a mods section. The link I sent you actually takes you to that mod section, the picture I sent you. Let me see if I can find a better.
0: Yeah, because the link you sent me is just Google user content now.
1: Okay, here.
0: And this is Bob's and Angel's
1: Mods. Yep. Okie dokie. That is to say nothing of the uh, sea base mod, which is a, a mod that lets you start on just a patch of dirt, and you have to get all of your material from the water. Oof. Yep.
0: Right. Random topic.
1: Yeah. Let's get
0: this finished up here. Random topic rolled ahead of time. Who on the show can name the most British prime ministers without looking it up on the internet?
1: Um, I've got six. You've got six. Okay, let me think for a second. I think I can get more than six. I've got seven. Whoa, you've got seven? Yep. Who are your well, six?
0: Who are my six... Uh, starting backwards, we got, you know, Theresa May. Yep. David Cameron. Yep. Tony Blair. Okay. And then I've got the the three well-known ones of Neville Chamberlain, Margaret Thatcher, and Winston
1: Churchill. You forgot Gordie Brown. That's who I have that you don't. Gordie Brown? Yeah. Gordon Brown between Tony Blair and David Cameron. Oh, yeah. Shoot that guy. Yeah. Boom. Oh, shit. Otherwise I'm I'm exactly with you. Neville Chamberlain, Winston Churchill, um, Margaret, Margaret Thatcher. Thatcher. Yep. Same ones. God I shoot.
0: Forg- I forgot about that guy. I forgot I went Tony Blair and Gordon Brown. Yeah. Okay. Good job. I'm I'm impressed.
1: I'm also impressed with myself.
0: Trying to okay, hold on. Let me just look. Now that you know we've done that, let's just look at the list of British prime ministers. Oh, sure. Uh, There was John Major between Margaret Thatcher and Tony
1: Blair. (laughs) John Major, James Callaghan, Harold Wilson, Edward Heath, Alec Douglas-Home, Harold. I have not heard of any of these people. I didn't even know there was one between Neville Chamberlain and Winston Churchill.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that either. I thought it was Neville Chamberlain, then Winston Churchill.
1: Well, I, I guess, wait a minute, there's a gap here. I'm looking at the Google timeline. I'm pretty sure Winston Churchill was immediately after Neville Chamberlain. 1937 to 1940, and then Clement Attlee picks up in 1945. Okay, yeah, Neville Nefert- yeah. Chamberlain, 37 to 40, Churchill, 40 to 45, Clement and then, from 45 yeah. to 51, and then Churchill came Again, back. Again, from 51 to 55. Yeah, because he definitely was the the prime minister during World War II. Yeah.
0: Some of these names I remember from random, you know, British documentaries, but I, you know, forgot that they were uh, prime ministers. Yep. All right, that's it. Dang it! Oh, I got beat by one. Oh. <laughs> ah. All right. Yep. That's a wrap. Ah, uh, that's a wrap.